Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. What's going on, everybody? Donna and Steve minus Steve. He took a day off. Don McLean filling in. Oh, it's a great Monday, guys. It really is. Hope is uh, producing today. Thank you so much. Doing our dirt alerts. We appreciate you. Uh, we got some music news to get to. Here we go. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Yeah! And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. So, remember when Lady Antebellum decided to change their name to Lady A? Mm-hmm. Because of the racial connotations of the word antebellum. Well, guess what? What? Mm, they're getting some heat from a blues singer who has been using the name Lady A for the last 20 years. Oh, they got to step aside then. I Let mean, her have her name. I don't know what's going to happen now, but this Seattle-based singer named Anita White told Rolling Stone that she said, this is too much right now. They're using the name because of a Black Lives Matter incident that for them is just a moment in time. If it mattered, she's very angry. Yeah. If it mattered, it wouldn't. It would have mattered to them before. It shouldn't have taken George Floyd to die for them to realize that their name has a, had a slave reference to it. Um, a rep for the band said they were not aware, obviously, of the other lady A, and they're going to reach out to her. Um, the thing is, she's like, "Here's the deal." I'm on Spotify. Just type in Lady A and I pop up. I was going to say. Like, didn't they research? Yeah. See, the thing is, um, Lady Antebellum, people in the country music scene have called them Lady A for since the beginning mm-hmm. as a nickname. So it's not like people wouldn't know who it was. So they were already giving her this nickname, but this other lady... um, the real Lady A is who the real call Lady her. A, um, Anita White. She was not aware of Lady Antebellum and didn't know that they were nicknamed Lady A. She's just she's not happy about it. Um, I, I am on her side with this. Yeah, I think they That's should have, brand. They should have done their research really, and yeah. and she the the thing about this is is that. If you're, if you ever wonder why like actors have three names, that's a why. lot. It's or an initial. You cannot be in the Screen Actors Guild mm-hmm. and have the same name as somebody else, right? So we kind of make fun of celebrities that are like Neil Patrick Harris because there's another Neil Harris right. out there that was an actor before him. 
that right. owns basically the right to that name. Exactly. So there is no such thing in the music industry. Right. So Vivica A. Fox and all that stuff. Yes. So you gotta you gotta respect yield. that. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen. I just, yeah, why don't they? I mean, they have the power of fans that would go with any change. They should just completely rebrand themselves. I think so, too. Just make up a new name. Yeah, or maybe go by your last names, you know, or I don't know. I don't know. Or Lord B. Hmm. Lady A, Lord B. Okay, I'm really in the world of Downton Abbey still. Can you <laughs> yeah, tell you really Lord are. and Lady? <laughs> Lord yeah. be I'm going to check out her music. A. I'm going to check out the real Lady A's oh, music. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. she's been thrust into the spotlight and wants to speak out. So we should listen to what she has to say. I know, we should. Yeah. She's got a new album. or uh, She's got a bunch of albums, but her new one is called Lady A Live in New Orleans. Okay. Ooh. Out July 18th. I bet she's really good. Yeah. Maybe we can check that out tomorrow on the beat. I would love that. Let's do it. We're going to do some that. Promotion for right. trouble. Definitely. Um, so there is another uh, country band, and this is what we call a super band. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, super a super group. band. So former American Idol contestants Craig Wayne Boyd, Casey James, and Adam Wakefield. Oh. Um, who was a runner-up on The Voice. Mm -hmm. They have formed a trio called Texas Hill. Oh. And they're really good. Their harmonies are beautiful. So here's a little clip of their song, the name of the song, I Can't Remember. Is that the name? That's a really great song. Texas Texas Hill is the name of the band, (laughs) but the song is called I Can't Remember. No, it's not. It's not, but listen to it. Listen to it. There's a little bit of light in the darkest sky. I love this. It'll shine on down if you give it time. It ain't long gone, it's just hard to find. There's a little bit of light in the darkest sky. Aren't they great? Oh, Darkest Sky. That's the name of the song. Wow. Oh, it's so good and so timely, too. Mm. Um, they've been working on their first album while still pursuing their solo careers. But I think they're on to something as a group. Absolutely. This Keep is what going, all guys. American Idol and The Voice stars should do. Right? Form super groups. I concur, Don McClain. Because there's so many individual artists out there, it's hard to keep track. But if you have a... Texas Hill is what it's called. Yep. Nice. That's a band because, um, let's see, because two of the guys are from Texas and one of the guys lived on a street called Texas Hill Road in New Hampshire. So they put it together. They do have a little bit of a Zach Brown Band vibe yeah, to them. I would say so. Zach Brown Band has a song out. It's kind of a father-daughter love song. Uh, here's a little bit of that tune. This is going to be played at every wedding. Yep. <laughs> yep. I'll always be the man oh. who loves you the most. Oh, oh God. no, my God. Every everywhere. wedding reception, first dance. This I, is the new song. I have to play this for Steve tomorrow because Steve, when he thinks about his daughter getting married, he loses it. And it's such a fun game to play. Oh, yeah, <laughs> to make Steve cry. Yes. I actually, you know, when I first started producing this show, I started writing down ideas for your show? Yeah. And I swear to God, one of them is... <laughs> make Steve cry? Make Steve cry. <laughs> All you have to do is sing Butterfly Kisses to him from Bob Carlyle. 
play a clip from Father of the Bride, you know, <laughs> or maybe this will be his new one, The Man Who Loved, uh, The Man Who Loves You Most by the Zach Brand Band. Uh, there you go. That's your uh, music news for today. When we come back, our Facebook question, we figured we'd uh, throw it in the middle of the show today. We want to know what is the most unconventional thing you and your honey do to keep the peace for example carson daly and his wife do something that i think a lot of couples do 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 but don't talk about i'll mm. tell you what it is when we return on my talk 1071 hello welcome back donna and steve minus steve on my talk 1071 everything entertainment uh donna valentine and dawn mcclain filling in for steve good morning good morning did you see this carson daly story I did. I love this conversation. I know, because I think there are a lot of people who are closet, uh, separate bed sleepers, as far as couples go, that don't talk about it. But Carson Daly and his wife, Siri, sorry if if I just turned your device on, um, they began sleep divorcing last fall, and they continue to be um, doing it after their child is born, because... She was in her uh, third trimester with their fourth child, and it was like this kicking, and, you know, they Mm -hmm. were both uncomfortable, and then he has sleep apnea. So they were like, you know what? Let's just separate. And even after the child was born, they decided to still sleep in separate beds, and they say it's helped their relationship because they both feel energized, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're getting enough sleep, and it's so important. Plus, he's on a morning show now. We all know that's... Right. You have to get up extra early. Like 3 o'clock in the morning, depending on what time And go to bed earlier, right? Yes. Some some people do that. I've heard about those people. And then there are people who like to have TVs on when they're sleeping, and then the other person can't. So we thought it would be... Do you... Have you ever done that with a partner? Um, What? Slept separately? No, no. But I also uh, haven't had a lot of partners. (laughs) Gotcha. That I've lived with. Right. So, yeah. So that's that's something that I probably wouldn't do at this point. I am totally down with this. Are you? Yes. If you are that different in your sleep habits, you almost have to do this to not wake up irritated and crabby. And Mm, um, I used to sleep with earplugs in. And, and an eye mask because my partner snored and had to watch TV to go yeah. to bed. And I was just like, there is no way. Eventually, we did sleep divorce. Mm-hmm. And it was the best thing wow. ever. So our Facebook question for today was, what is the most unconventional thing you and your partner do to keep the peace? We have some interesting answers. Rebecca says, my husband and I each have our own blankets for the bed. (laughs) So there's not (laughs) that like pulling. Um, Let's see. Uh, Leanne said, I actually love this idea. Please stop disturbing my sleep by rolling over 100 times. He cooks. I mow. It's for the uh, it's good for the Fitbit step count. He cooks and I mow. That's That's great. So funny. I cook and she doesn't, said Michael. Um, That's great. Oh, this is fun. Anne said, I don't hate this idea, and we basically do it now with the little ones in our home. Okay. All right. Um, a lot a lot of people saying better quality sleep. Uh Katie says my husband does dishes and laundry. 
I mow the lawn and do the construction projects. No such thing as gender roles here. No. We have a few here that say separate blankets. Actually, there's like five or six people who responded that way. Different bathrooms. Dawn, do you guys have something unconventional as far as, you know, gender roles? I don't know, because I am kind of just, um, what would I call myself? I sleep there every night and (laughs) I don't pay any rent. (laughs) You have have your own own place. I have my own place. So I would say right now it's that I have my napping center. It's a very expensive storage unit, as I like to call it. It's I'm there really. Wait, my apartment apartment is basically a storage unit. That's That's where all your stuff is. Yeah. And I spend maybe two to three hours there a day because I just go there after the show. Nap. Which hasn't happened a lot lately anyway. So it's right. a place where I take a shower and get my things together and go over to his place. Wow. So, um, but that's that so cute. I remember the beginning sanity. of relationships like that. <laughs> so cute. Um, yeah, but gosh, there's nothing. Do I, you cook or does he cook? And uh, This is a, we, we kind of throw things together equally. Okay. You know, he has a couple of kids. They have to be gluten-free. One of them right. is also dairy-free. Oh and it's because of allergies. So right. you got to be really careful. He, he has to make their food, prepare their food separate. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, 651-641-1071 if you would like to tell us. We've got some other stuff on... Other responses, that's what I mean by stuff. Um, Oh, my God, Tiffany sleeps with a pillow between them. I cannot be next to someone when I sleep. Oh, my gosh. Only my husband does the laundry, nobody else. Oh. I've had my own bed for many years, says um, Amy. Um, Oh, Victoria, she's a newbie. We sleep in separate bedrooms as of two weeks ago. I've slept so much better. Don't have to listen to his snoring all night. She goes on to say, sleep is vital to our bodies. We both love it. <laughs> also, separate TV rooms, no fighting over what to watch. We do a lot of things together like cooking, shopping, and family gatherings. 35 years and oh, we work. That's awesome, Victoria. 35 years. Congratulations. That's awesome. I think it would be great to have like maybe a guest house for him. And then a house for me. And then, you know, we spend most of the days together. But when it comes to bedtime, like, bye, good night, see you tomorrow. Oh, how cute. Don't you think that would be good? Maybe even have like um, um, two separate wings. Yes, yes. <laughs> kind of like it is now. Yeah. No, um, what do you call uh, like a skyway in between us? Oh, so we're boy. traveling. Yeah. That would be awesome. I have the, um, my, my. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. My boyfriend, MC, this is the first time I've ever slept next to somebody who is so quiet that oh it's God. eerie. Oh, that's he weird. He is like not a peep. He doesn't not breathing, snore. Nothing. He, he sometimes has his mouth open a little bit, but honestly, the s- most quiet sleeper. It makes me self conscious because I've got my mouth open. Like I know, me too. I'm I like mean, disgusting. I'm not a super loud snorer. But I, he says I make little cute sounds that like, aren't annoying. Aww. Oh God! It's adorable. It's probably you two really are so gross. cute, and you hold hands as you sleep. Sometimes. Like two little, two little beavers. Are they otters. beavers? Otters? Whatever. <laughs> uh, we do have someone on the line here. Margie wants to say something about Downton Abbey, which you just finished. Hi, Margie. Hi. Yeah, I've been trying to call to that. Oh boy. Well, this this is a story, I guess. So you got about thirty. You got about thirty seconds. Okay. Okay. So my my grandmother was a cook. And my grandfather was a chauffeur for the Dayton family. Oh. And so that's how they met. And then when my grandmother became pregnant and they got married, she had to leave their employer. So uh, my grandfather continued to work for the Dayton family as a chauffeur. But But several, just a couple years ago, my mother brought out this scrapbook and going through. And here it was letters from Mrs. Dayton to my grandmother who had left. And how to take care of the baby and... They sent them clothing, these beautiful christening gowns. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. Thank you for calling about your own little Downton Abbey and your own family. That's awesome. We'll be right away. Welcome back, everybody. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. That's not Steve. What am I talking about? Steve has a day off. That is Dawn McLean filling in. Oh, today's his daughter's birthday. I know. That's why he has off. Oh, my God. He's the. Wait, is it Addie? Is it his older daughter? No, it's his little one. It's his little Lila Lou. Lila. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She's been obsessing about her birthday. She turns five today for like six months. She (laughs) is so cute. She really is. uh, The story that he told recently about her going in to take a shower or something or a bath and she was supposed to wash her hair. And she came out with the ponytail still in her hair and soap in it. And he was like, get back in there. You need. And she's like, I don't want to take the ponytail out. I don't know what. But I just that he painted such a great picture of that and how he really had to have a showdown with her about oh my this. God. She is adorable. She is so yeah. funny. She's the most spirited, I think, of all of his kids. Yeah. You know, and she's probably going to be most like she probably is most like him. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And she's just going to give him a run for his money. She has Both a real of them. sparkle in her eyes. She yeah. does. Oh, she's adorbs. Anyway, we got to remind you of something very cool that is happening right now, and that is our neighborhood rebuilding fund. That um, where we're going to bring you ten stories in ten days to benefit minority-owned businesses on Lake Street and also in Frogtown. And we're doing it through a fundraiser for Neighborhood Development Center, who does great mm-hmm. things um, for, you know, people who want to start a business in the community. Well, some of these businesses that have been damaged during our, the civil unrest in our communities and their communities, especially, um, they really need some help, uh, you know, take into account the the damage that has been done to property and things like that mm-hmm. on top of the 
pandemic. They were barely keeping afloat, some of these businesses. And and that's something that they were helping them do to figure out inventive ways. Because these are all creative people that are entrepreneurs and they have bright new ideas. So they were all coming together to try to get through this together. Yeah. And then this happened. So it's the least we can do to publicize this and and try to bring everyone together like we do at my talk to donate right and Uh, it's very easy to donate too all you have to do is go to mytalk1071.com and use that keyword neighbor or just look on the very front page and when you click on the donate button you can also there's a an extra button where you can share it so if you're not able to donate please share it with mm -hmm. with your friends with your colleagues with your employer ask your employer yes ask your employer if they'd be willing to uh, donate to the communities because right now we've got businesses helping businesses um because they are offering up matches like david from first equity mortgage who today is our fifteen hundred dollar matching sponsor we've already met that match yes so thank you so much uh david and everybody over at first equity we love you we appreciate you and if you want to know more about what this is all about what you can do is listen to jason and alexis every morning for an interview with a business owner um today it was with um was it the director of the The executive director her name is renee and she go back and listen to that article because if you feel disconnected from this message We want you to feel the heart of it. And she really did bring the heart of what they do and how much she cares for these businesses and how they all care for each other. It's very inspiring. And she was very passionate. So I would check that out on our website, mytalk1071.com. We have to say thank you to Cheryl for your $100 donation. Oh, thank you so much, Cheryl. And, And also Trish donated 50 bucks. Sherry donated 25 bucks. Danette, thank you for the $100 donation. You guys are awesome. Um, We're going to get through this together for sure. So mytalk1071.com. Just look on that home page. Diane also, Kathleen, they each donated $100. And then Jamie M. donated $50. Yay. Thank you. We've done all of those shout outs. That is fantastic. Um, Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of heart, I have a really great story um, about a principal. Donna and she is in Detroit. Okay. And this article is about when coronavirus closed schools, some Detroit students went missing from class and these educators had to find them. They've essentially become detectives. So this is Principal Jacqueline Dungey. She's been searching for these students um, in her school, which only has 127 students. It's a smaller school, but they already were at at-risk students they were economically disadvantaged students sure and many of them according to last year's test scores already lagged behind their peers academically uh so they were already at risk then the corona coronavirus happened right and she there's certain students that she works every day to try to find these students to make sure they get the food they need grief counseling because some of them have lost parents due to coronavirus. Um, And also, she doesn't want them to fall further behind. So there's some students she hasn't been able to find. So she has reached out in all different kinds of ways. Can't get a hold of parents through the phone, leaving messages. She's gone as far as to um, track some kids down 
on TikTok. Oh my God! Good for her. She uh, cares. See these teachers she and does, these principals. She really does. They care. love their students. Uh, she also has found um, some students in other ways by going and knocking on doors. One of them that really touched my heart was a kindergartner who she just couldn't find. She didn't know where where uh, she was, and eventually tracked her down by going to the door. And finding out that her parent had passed away, her single parent and her brother, who was 22, was trying to raise her. Oh my! And this gosh. is in the last two months of school. She's in kindergarten. He was just trying to work to stay afloat and right. to have someone babysit her during the day. They didn't have internet access, oh, um, and so the phone didn't work because the mother had passed away. So this poor oh little gosh. girl didn't have a mom anymore. Um, her life is completely changed. It's just and her big brother is just trying to like, yeah, be able to stay afloat and keep clothes on her back and mm-hmm. food in her belly. yeah. and all these these residents, this has really been hit hard, this section of Detroit. Uh, it's killed more than fourteen hundred residents. It has one of the highest death rates in the nation. So not only are they doing that, but they're offering grief counseling to these kids. they're They're providing them laptops. Because they didn't have, you know, setting up internet so that some of these families have four kids, five kids and no that computer. are in the system. And the mom is working all night. So one of them was a healthcare worker. They didn't know why her kids weren't logging on. Her mom couldn't help them log on during the day because she was working 12-hour shifts as a nurse. Oh I mean, these stories, you have to, your heart just goes out. It really long. does. You and know, these educators are so passionate about and I mean, knocking on doors. This woman is a hero. That is amazing. That is so sweet. I have um, a friend who works with, you know, distant, disadvantaged students, same kind of circumstances Mm -hmm. here in Minneapolis and and kids with special needs as well um, or, you know, are challenged. And the school is a complete loss Mm -hmm. right now because of, you know, what was, you know, the damages that Mm -hmm. were being done to those in those communities. But like the passion that some of these teachers have for their students just goes beyond, you know, their line of duty. Yeah. You know, and it's just so nice to see. And um, I'm sure that um, (sighs) I'm sure that once the community gets wind of things like that, that people are going to come together and try and help. But, oh, my gosh. And just to know, like, you know. These kids are just trying to do their best. Their parents are trying to do their best. Just to, I mean, these families in this article was great because they're like, she's come to our door and knocked on our door four times. She's come back because the students aren't able to get their work in. And she's just never gives up. She never gives up to keep trying for them. And to know that someone cares that much about your family. Right. It's just, that's what we all need right now is people like this. Right. Somebody special in your life. That's mm-hmm. just going to go the extra mile and not for give you. up on you. Yes. Oh, it actually sounds like a movie. Oh yeah. There could definitely be a movie about this woman. That's a good idea. I should write a screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> Since I know how to do it, <laughs> don't do it. Just go interview her and yeah. you know, get her whole backgrounds, get it approved, pitch it, and then uh, getting it made is going to be a problem. Yeah, until we find a yeah, Somebody has to buy it. Yeah, 
That's exactly right. And then someone has to actually make it, but nobody's really making anything right now. So maybe scrap that idea. All righty. <laughs> I'll just write the story and let somebody else take take charge of it. There you go. In the meantime, if you want to help your very own communities here in Minneapolis and St. Paul, find out all about what we are doing at mytalk1071.com. Um, we're going to try to help these my, minority-owned businesses, essentially, uh, in the neighborhoods that were hit hard during all this civil unrest. Um, and thank you again to David from First Equity Mortgage. We love you. Uh, we're going to take a break when we come back. Um, let's get tipsy. All right. I'm going to tell you why you need to bring two towels to the gym. And Dawn, I certainly hope you have a tip on how to cut this very difficult vegetable yeah. when we come right back on My Talk 107.1. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve, minus Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Dawn McLean filling in for Steve today. Good morning, Dawn. Good morning. Steve will be back tomorrow, we think, and then he'll pop back out again and do something. <laughs> Who knows? It's all just very spotty vacation time. Um, oh, we've reached this portion of the program. Time for a tip. Woo! Everybody on the show getting tipsy. So, uh, there's a vegetable that's very hard to cut. I'm not going to disagree with that because I just had an issue this week and I had to have somebody else cut it for me. Yeah. Because I have a wrist problem. Yeah. And so, um, I was like, yeah, I can't eat that because I can't cut it. Yeah. We're talking about tomatoes, people. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Um, I have actually seen this in the store and I love it, but I'm like, I can't. It's so hard to cut that. I'm not going to buy it. It's so hard, but it's so worth it once you do it. Yeah. And so I did this weekend and I was looking up just how to roast a spaghetti squash because I forgot what the oven temperature needed to be. Oh, I just make it up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not good at making stuff up. It's always a disaster when it comes to cooking and me making things up. (laughs) Just ask my daughter. Uh, No, spaghetti squash. So 400, that's a good guess. Yes, that's what I do. Okay, 400 uh, for about 45 minutes. So I put it in there whole and you cook it in there for 20 minutes like that. Then I took it out. And you have to use pot holders, of course. And then you cut it. You cut it. And it's softer. softer. Yeah. Oh, super easy. Oh, um, that's a great tip. Some people put it in the microwave for about five or six minutes. Oh, wow. And that does the same thing. I wouldn't want to do that. That feels like a long time. But this is, you already just have a pan ready. It's whole in there. You cut it in half. And then I took some olive oil, rubbed it on there with some oregano and sea salt. Nice. Put the sides upside down in the baking dish, covered it with foil. Oh, you go upside down. Mm -hmm. I do flesh side up. Oh, okay. This kind of made a caramelized thing on the bottom because of the olive oil. Okay, so, and I put olive oil on mine too. Mm-hmm. I Some wonder if you just could steam it with it. water. Ick. Um, yeah, I don't. I mm, want some I want flavor brown in it. or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. you want seasoning. So, do you get the caramelized part on top if you flip it up? Yeah, a little. Maybe okay. not as much as you're getting, though. Okay. Huh. <laughs> I guess I'll go down next. Maybe I'll do one up, one down. Oh, there you and go. And then see how. And it's so much fun to do the fork thing I with it. I love that. It's oh, so, so much I, fun. I tried to feed that to a little bit of it because MC is not a veggie guy. He's not a trier. 
when it comes to oh. he didn't uh, I mean it's not like it's he doesn't try new things brains. really it's not like it's a vegetable like what's the worst thing that could happen yeah <laughs> anyway so he did try it and he's like oh yeah that's not bad I don't think he's gonna and then I tried to get him to eat it with the chicken breast and the spaghetti sauce on it and he wouldn't really do it. I'll just put like parmesan cheese on it with some just in like in olive oil and garlic and because i'll like fork it out that's what i and then throw it back in the pan with a little bit of like cheese and garlic and and so you let it sort of cook in a pan yeah i know right great i actually do (laughs) cook guys no matter what steve says yeah i do it every night okay that's a great tip dawn Thank you. Now you can buy it because you had your roommate cut it open, I'm assuming. I did. I did. He was like, I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, I feel like an idiot. But it, it is hard. It's you need really a really hard. You need a really, really strong, sturdy, sharp knife. But it'll just go right through it like butter. If you cook it in there for 20 minutes, take it out. Boom. Okay. That's a great tip. Now you, you can do it, it cool? when you're an old lady and not have to worry about somebody doing for right. you. I like that you said when you're an old lady. It's a long time from now, Donna. <laughs> Thank you, Don. 40 years. Clearly Steve is not here. Oh, I get 40. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fitness centers have begun to reopen in states that are relaxing restrictions like ours. Um, so have you gone to the gym? It opens today. So today's the day. Yeah. Do you, can do you know how they're going to work this? Because they're just going to separate the fitness equipment. I know that they're putting signs that say, don't use this one or whatever, so that you'll have to be socially distanced. Okay. I think that they've removed. So every other you'll have, you can't go two treadmills but right next to one another. Exactly. Which That's no smart. one wants to do that anyway. True. When I am on my machine and a dude, there are a whole bunch of them. Open. around and i'm like why are you right next to me it really bothers me it's kind of like when you go into the restroom and there are four stalls and yeah. you're on the end and the other three are open why why are you coming right next to me why aren't you going to the one on the far end yeah right what is yes, that Donna. all about you weirdos Come anyway on. i digress <laughs> here's the sitch um it look, a doctor is offering this advice to working out safely in the pandemic He says, bring two towels. You want one to wipe the equipment and you want one for your face. Ah. And I know they have the spray and the paper towels and all that. But if you want to. Yeah. You know, I don't know about that, Doc. Yeah. Because then you're just reusing the one equipment towel over and over again if you're using multiple machines. So you want eight towels, Donna? I think you want one for your face. And I think you use paper towels for the machine. Yeah. 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 I mean, don't we all do a, that. Right? Yeah. We don't uh, want to use a terry provide clothes. that anyway. Right. I, I always wipe mine down before and after because I don't know if somebody cleaned it before me. Good point. I might bring my own wipes with me just in case. Yeah. Now, what about them. masks? <sighs> Wearing a mask while I'm working out. This is what scares me about going back and other people breathing hard. Good question. Good. That's a good point. Are people going to get their pump on? They're going to be like, right. oh, ew, <laughs> ew. Okay, here are some more tips. Maybe it's in here. Um, carry disinfecting wipes as well if you have some to spare. So I'll just put some like in a Ziploc bag yeah. and bring it with my water bottle. And then if I need it, um, they. he also says exercise facing the wall. 
or a mirror. Sometimes you don't really have a choice on that, but no heavy breathing around another person. Shorten your workout time. Not a minute longer than necessary. Shower at home. Yeah. Avoid the locker room altogether. Oh, good. Gym attire and towels go straight into the laundry as soon as you get in. Strip down in the garage. Yep. Throw it all in. Do you, do you, do you still get mail? Yeah. <laughs> do you spray your mail down? I don't, but I know Alexis and Onhill do. Well, they have a little baby. They have a baby. Totally they have a it. whole process in their garage where he brings it in. She doesn't touch it. He brings it in with gloves. He sprays it down. I saw it whenever I went to drop something off for her. There was a bunch of mail piled up in the garage that he had sprayed down, and they quarantined that mail after they, they spray it, like it for a, days. Like a bin, a plastic bin or something? Um, it was just on the floor of the garage. Oh, God, I hope they're not missing any important uh, news or... I don't Anything. think they care. Their baby's safety is more important than any Absolutely. news. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. Okay. Yeah. I, I was like, yeah, you go, girl. That's, I just, it doesn't even occur to me. I go right to the mailbox. I pick it up. I throw it on my counter. Mm-hmm. Me Uh-oh. too. Oh, I guess I got to go back. Um. Hey, I saw that the PlayStation 5 is. What do you want to talk about? I, I love this. I know. That's why I'm bringing it up. Well, it is coming and it is very big. It's big. It's large. It's um, available to pre-order right now for the low, low price of about $700. Well, you can get one for five, I think. Okay. If you don't have all the, like a terabyte of uh, memory. Okay. All right. But yeah, I think people should do this. Okay. Some gamers are a bit shocked because the consoles look like. Maybe bigger than any console in years, measuring over 14 inches in height. Ooh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I noticed that um, we were wondering when we looked at it, if we could have it on its side. Because our, oh. the TV cabinet doesn't have a 14-inch height oh. on the shelves, you know? I think that the little stand that you see in the traditional when you're looking at it, I think it can be moved to the side so that it can be sideways. Okay. That would be helpful then. You know, like a VCR, Donna. Yes, I understand the reference. Thank you. Rude. I actually have a DVD player. Yeah. At the cabin that I got for 20 bucks and it is the size of like a disc man. Yeah. It's just a little thing that goes right under your TV. Oh, that's great. And nobody will even know it's there to make fun of you. Oh, um, but it's have you. Did you guys use it when you were at the cabin? Uh, we didn't. We but you know what we did? I haven't told you this. We brought. Video games? Game systems. Like, he plugged in his entire PlayStation, and I had a portable game system that I brought. Did you use the TV upstairs? No. The old one? Or you used the new one? The new one. Oh. (laughs) I know. Somebody said that they would bring their Atari up to play on the old TV because it's so old school. Oh, that you could, yeah, it would work. Interesting. Oh, cool. You crazy gamers. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, um, there's a really cute movie that's coming out from Ron Howard's daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard. We'll tell you about that. It looks adorable. And the king of Staten Island has been removed from drive-in theaters. We'll tell you why upon our triumphant. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. 
Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.